What's shaking fire nation? JLD here and welcome to October's income at a glance. That's in the year 2016 for all of you people that are listening in the future. Yes, it is now the present. Uh, we had a great month in October, but it was kind of all over the place. We did a little bit of traveling, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So we have a lot of fun things we're going to be chatting with you about today. We actually have two special guests joining us. We, we of course, have our always special and present guest, Josh Bowerly of CPA on Fire. And now we also have Frank joining us today from Kahuna Accounting, and they've been working with us for a long time. So Frank's going to be dropping some value bombs on us today as well. So you're not going to want to miss both of those special guests. And of course, the lovely and classy Kate Erickson is here as well, and she'll be rapping and rolling too. But first and foremost, guys, let's kind of chat about our gross income for October It was $157,404. Our total expenses for the month were $61K for a total net profit of $96,159. And again, we'll be getting more into those numbers later in the income report as we always do because there's some pretty cool things that happened this month and uh, some pretty not cool things that happened this month and we'll be talking about both of those things. But uh, first and foremost... As always, I want to say what's up to the people that are joining us on the call. So guys, all at once, don't wait for each other. How is everybody doing today? Awesome. What's up, Fire Nation? You see, I told everybody just to say it at once, but of course, everybody waits for the other person to say something. And then it's all awkward. And they let me (laughs) go first. Thank you. You can't talk about how classy Kate is and expect us not to follow suit. Listen, I am a military officer. When I get an order, I expect it absolutely followed to the T. But, anyways, Uh, we're going to give it over to Josh, Mr. CPA on fire. And he is literally and figuratively on fire for a couple reasons. So Josh, what's up, brother? What's today's tax tip? I've got to bring this tip with a little bit of a heavy heart, unfortunately. This Josh, I felt bad about. when I was like bringing this into the income report, actually. <laughs> yeah. Are you firing us? What's hap- I don't even know what's happening. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about how I'm going to deduct the cost of going to watch my Cleveland Indians in the World Series <laughs> on my tax oh, return. Yes! Oh, and unfortunately, so. since I wrote it and since we're recording this, they lost in an epic game seven in extra innings. So, At least it was epic. At least it wasn't it like a was blowout. Epic. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it might just mean it's bigger heartache, but either way, <laughs> in Cleveland, I'm used to this. Not as used as the Cubs fans. Don't kid that yourself. That's right. I'm a Cubs fan. Oh. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. Controversy. I love Josh, but. The good thing is, the one thing that I love more than my Cleveland sports is saving money on my taxes. So I'm going to move forward. I'm going to teach you guys how to to deduct things like going to World Series games on your tax return. And it comes down to deducting what they call meals and entertainment. And a lot of people get the meals part of this. They get the fact that if they take a client or a prospect or a business partner out to eat, they can deduct a portion of that on their taxes. What a lot of them miss out on is the entertainment portion of that. And that's what exactly what I did with Game 1 of the World Series. I took uh, someone that I talked about my business with to the game, and now a portion of that game is a deduction on my tax return. So not only did I get to watch my Indians win, I'm going to deduct it on my taxes and, and save a good chunk of taxes on it. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about exactly how to do that, how to turn that entertainment into a tax deduction. And there's three big things I want Fire Nation to consider here and, and to make sure that they're doing to, to make that entertainment a deduction. The first is to make sure that a portion of your time with this person 
is conducive to discussing business. Okay, so unfortunately, being at a baseball game with 40,000 other screaming fans and watching these amazing Cleveland Indians, you're probably not going to be able to discuss much business at the game. And the IRS is going to take that into consideration. They're going to say, oh, you just went to a game and nothing else? Yeah, probably not much business getting done there. So what I want you to do is figure out a way to make a portion of your evening or day together conducive to to talking business. So maybe you do what I did and and you go out to to eat for an hour beforehand and discuss business there. Uh, Maybe you go out for a a night of drinks afterwards and not to a club where music's blaring necessarily, (laughs) but somewhere that you can talk business. Right. But it's got to be conducive to doing business. It's got to be something where if the IRS were to ever question it, they'll say, "Okay, that makes sense. You can talk business over doing that. Number two is I want you to make sure that substantial business is discussed. Okay, this isn't something where you can go to a quick dinner, go to the World Series and say, oh, yeah, I asked my friend how business was going and he said, great, and they talked business and now it's a business deduction. Right? It's not something where you can take your husband or wife to the game and say, oh, yeah, she asked me uh, what our income's looking like this month and I told her. Right? That, that's, you can't take advantage of it like that. You've got to discuss substantial business. So what a lot of people do is maybe they take their attorney to go over something that they've been talking about. Right? So they sit down for dinner, go over a, a bunch of things that they've had on the list to talk about with them anyways, and then they go to the game afterwards. Maybe uh, next year when the Indians are back, Back in the World Series, you want to take me as your CPA and we'll discuss your financials and some tax saving strategies. All right, but this is the kind of thing you need to discuss. It's got to be substantial conversations. It's not just bringing a friend or a spouse with you and having a few, you know, minor details about your business. Make it substantial. And finally, one of the keys here is to remember it, it's only a 50% deduction. And this is true whether you're paying for just yourself or if you're paying for you and the person you're with. Okay, so in my case, I bought both tickets to the World Series. Either way, 50% of the total cost is a deduction on my tax return now. Okay, so this is an awesome way to go to things like sporting events, maybe concerts. Uh, I have a lot of clients that use this to go pay for a round of 18 holes of golf with, with a business associate. You can turn these into tax deductions. And it all comes back to what I always say is when you own a business, ma- turning your life into a tax deduction, turning your lifestyle into a tax deduction. And being a business owner, you have the luxury of doing that, but you've got to do it right. So when it comes to things like World Series games, sporting events, concerts, Follow these three tips and there's a good chance you can turn it into a business deduction for you. I love all of this because, you know, let's be honest, the New England Patriots are probably going to the Super Bowl again. It happens pretty much every other year, if not every year. So uh, I'm going to be planning for that, Josh. Get ready for it. And uh, what do you want to close this down with? Like, what do you really want to make sure that we get from this whole idea? I mean, I know this, you know, you can only deduct 50% of the cost. Like, let's kind of wrap this up and then uh, we'll say goodbye. I think it comes down to, like with any major tax planning strategy, it comes down to planning, right? So this isn't just a spur of the moment, go to your neighbor, say, hey, let's go to the game, let's talk business, we'll we'll do the tax deduction. Plan in advance, find someone that you need to talk business with, go with them to something that you've been wanting to go to, and now you're turning portions of your life into a tax deduction. You're turning fun things into a tax deduction. So plan, talk to your CPA, make sure you're doing it right, and then get awesome tax deductions because of it. And guys, if you're not talking to your CPA or any CPA, make sure you're talking to our CPA. That's josh at cpaonfire.com or just check out his website because he's got some killer things over there, cpaonfire.com. Josh, you also have some bonus videos or just you know a gift for Fire Nation that's always waiting there as well. So kind of close it out, say goodbye and uh, give us that parting gift. 
Yeah, absolutely. As always for Fire Nation, we have our free course on how to, what I consider the most important thing in your business, figure out what the right entity is for you. And if they go to cpaonfire.com slash Fire Nation, they'll get that four-part video course for free. And as you said, they can check out our website, cpaonfire.com. Email me, josh at cpaonfire. Uh, reach out anytime. Josh, I bid you adieu. Go watch Major League and Major League 2 to make yourself feel better as an Indians fan. I know that always helps those people over there. So, uh, you know, because don't watch the Browns. That won't That's do any I was going to say, help. I certainly won't turn to the Browns. For, <laughs> I have the Cavs. I have the Cavs. Go watch Major League, the movie. That's what I'm talking about. That's the That's Indians right. standby. So, Josh, thanks, brother. Appreciate it. And my friends, we're moving on to Kahuna accounting. We have none other than Mr. Frank Lunn, the founder and CEO of Kahuna Accounting, which is a company who helps entrepreneurs, including us, Fire Nation. EO Fire is part of the Kahuna Accounting list of companies that they work with, and they create simple and scalable accounting financial success systems with virtual accounting teams to help you stay on track. So if any of this sounds appealing, and it all should because your financial systems have to be on track, then we're going to be getting some more details about what you need to be checking out. But first and foremost, Frank, welcome to your first ever episode of Entrepreneur on Fire, and welcome to your first monthly income report. And we'll be welcoming you every other month for the foreseeable future. We'll see how good you are first, of course. But you, you have something to share with us today. So my friends, take it away. Awesome. Well, first thing I've been waiting to say this is, what's up, Fire Nation? Yes. So that's a. This is a just awesome, and I, I love Josh Bowerly. Uh, had a chance to meet him, and uh, we work together with him, and he is a fantastic CPA. And the the great thing that we love about accounting is good accounting lets you work with somebody like Josh for great strategy. And it's hard for for a CPA of any kind to be able to work and help you develop strategy for what you really want to have your your business as a deduction, your lifestyle. And so that's the thing that we really want to help entrepreneurs do. We, we love victory achievers and helping them achieve victory. And the one thing that, um, you know, thinking about this opportunity, just kind of a, a little similar background, you and I both spent some time at Fort Knox, Kentucky, a uh, great place and played with some big toys. <laughs> so, um, you know, the cool thing about the, the M1A1 battle tank and uh, just that whole system is a, a thing called a servo mechanism. And it's a really simple thing, and, and it can just equate it to essentially like the cruise control in your car. But if you think about, you know, for those who don't know, a tank, when it's moving and it's moving fast and up and down terrain, when you have that, that turret, that, that gun barrel locked on a target – it stays completely locked on target no matter where the tank moves. And I just thought that was a good example because one of the things that I see as an entrepreneur myself and you know, just having been there is it's so easy to get distracted with things as in our life and, and in our business. And so the, the first thing is to have a target. And then with that target, and this is really, really simple, but it's so important with that target to be able to stay locked on target despite what's happening with things. And so to have that intentionality of choosing a target and then having a mechanism and, and the mechanism simply is feedback. And, and a lot of people are intimidated by accounting and it really, they really shouldn't be because accounting is just a, a numeric way of telling a story and essentially being able to uh, have a target, stay locked on target and then just continue to do things and iterate little things, make small changes until you get there. And obviously working with a great strategist, somebody like Josh Bowerly, 
helps you to take that even further. So I'm, I'm really excited to just be able to share this. And again, for people, for entrepreneurs who are out there just doing fantastic things and sometimes feel like they're out driving their headlights or feel like they're a little bit over their heads, uh, don't. Don't fret. Just find a good team that you can work with. And accounting is really not that difficult. It's not math. It's just a way to keep score. It's not math. It's just a way to keep score. So Fire Nation, what I really want you to kind of be thinking about as Frank's going forward here is like, how are you fitting this type of information, this type of system, this type of setup into your business? It's incredibly important. Now, as I'm kind of looking a little down further, I'm seeing, you know, how to employ a financial success system and the importance of starting with a goal. So can you kind of take us there and walk us through that process? Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you have a business, people think about the things like, I've got this value exchange and I want to make money. But very often we don't have a target in mind. And so, you know, you started this report with a specific uh, numeric scorekeeping of how much revenue you created. And then what that took as far as how much expenses was was needed to support that revenue. And then what was left over was profit and that gross profit. And so I think what we see when we're working with entrepreneurs is entrepreneurs are crazy and, and we're, 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 we're literally on fire for helping the world and doing great things. But we sometimes just forget something as simple as choosing a financial target. Now, I would say the easiest financial target to start with is revenue. Figure out how much revenue do you want to make and then what do you have to do to support that? Then you can start to tweak and figure out, okay, how much expense did that come? How many employees did I need? How much um, of other services did I need to buy? And then you can start to figure out, okay, now that I know this, just a simple formula, you know, yours is a simple one, two, three. Uh, revenue minus expenses equals gross profit. That's brilliant. And, it, and if people could just start there, and you just need a good system to just keep track of that. And as you get, um, you know, some things when your very first day, you can do it on the back of a napkin. Then maybe you can do it on an Excel spreadsheet. Then you can maybe do things on your own. But at some point, you're going to need a team um, if you have any level of ambition. And find a team that's going to help you to be able to to really keep track and just keep score so you can continuously improve. And I'd, I'd like to figure out a way to make it a lot more difficult, but it's really not. It's simple. And uh, sometimes as entrepreneurs, I know I'm guilty of this, I want to make th- simple things more complicated. But in this situation, it's just about keeping score and it's letting your numbers tell a story. Well, I do love that phrase that accounting isn't about math. It's about keeping score and telling that story. And Frank, you know that we are honored that Kahuna Accounting is part of our team here over at EO Fire. And, you know, I just love your core mandate, you know, that you achieve your victories through the victories of those you serve. I mean, Fire Nation, if you can have at your core, at your principal level, that kind of message, I mean, you'll win. You will win. And again, I'm going to say this one more time, and I'll say it right now in the first person is we achieve our victories through the victories of those we serve. This is how Kahuna Accounting operates, and it's how every successful entrepreneurial business needs to operate for all time, starting today, going forward, and all back through the past history. So Frank, kind of take us home here. Kind of again, let us know a little bit about how we operate together, meaning a company like us, EO Fire, and you, Kahuna, and then how people within Fire Nation can maybe reach out to learn more about the services that you offer. Absolutely. Well, I'll start out with our website, which is just kahunaaccounting.com and it's k-a-h-u-n-a accounting.com and what we do is we work with with your team at entrepreneur on fire the lovely kate and you john and be able to uh um, we've got a great team ryan on our team works with you guys to figure out 
what are the challenges you have and what are the victories that you want to achieve? And as we know that, as Kate's done a really, really masterful job of helping us understand what victory means to you, then it lets us figure out what do we need to do to support that victory? We're your support team. You guys are the heroes. You're the Fire Nation is the heroes. They're out there doing great Fire things. Fire Nation's the heroes. And, and you're supporting them. And so we're just helping all of these people and you tell the story through numbers. And then that lets you take those numbers and work with Josh Bowerly for strategy and figure out how do you use this to accomplish all of the dreams and ambitions and victories that you and Kate want to achieve in your business. And so it's just a great, uh, fun way and, and every day we're in it all together and so it just it's uh, honoring i mean it's just an honor to work together and so it's very simple and kahunaaccounting.com we got a lot of free resources um we we love working with with josh bowerly and there's a lot of other people that we just like to connect with and it's awesome well let's kind of dive into that just a little bit frank because you talked about you know some of the clients you like to work with can you kind of come back to us right now and share who you consider your ideal client now of course fire nation you know that i talk about the avatar that perfect listener for your podcast reader for your blog whatever it might be and of course many more people fit into that mold what are you looking for for your clients that's a great question. And we really have come to this, uh, I think, laser focus right now. And it, it, it makes sense in the context of our mission statement. We achieve our victories through the victories of those we serve. Uh, we want to work with entrepreneur victory achievers achieving victory. And, and it sounds kind of trite, but at the same time, if you think about entrepreneurs who have ambition, you know, if you want to just suck a little less this year than you did last year <laughs> and be in status quosville, um, we're n- neither one of us are going to be a great fit for each other. But if you're wanting to do big things and, and just go out and say, I want to take on the world and do phenomenal things for my clients and customers, but I'm not sure how to make it all work. That's what we love. We love the challenge and we love that team and the opportunity to say, you know what? We don't know. We don't have all the answers to everything, but we'll figure it out together. And I think, and again, you put somebody like Josh Bowerly in that. So we can do a lot of the things that, so Josh doesn't have to get into the minutia. He's got clean, financials clean story to be able to see and say, hey, here's some ideas that you can do to take this to the next level. And that's what we love. We love to be part of that success team. And for us, finding clients, uh, because there's millions and millions of people who have businesses out there, but not everybody can say, I'm an entrepreneur. And I think if you identify with entrepreneur and challenge and, and victory, and some of those words kind of make the hair on the back of your neck stand up just a little bit and get goosebumps, then I'd love to talk to you. Frank, thank you for joining us today, brother. We will see you in two months where you will no doubt continue to be dropping value bombs on us and Fire Nation again. That's kahunaaccounting.com. That's K-A-H-U-N-A accounting.com. Of course, it's linked up on our actual posts for this income report, eofire.com slash income 38. That's the number 38. And again, Frank, thank you. And Fire Nation, if your accounting, if your books are not in order, your business and your life is not in order, put that as a priority. Now we're going to move into what went down in October. And we're starting with America's finest city, San Diego. So Kate, why don't you kind of start us off here, talk about what went down in October and uh, we'll have some fun. 
Awesome. So, well, the month of September was spent on the East Coast enjoying a crisp Maine fall. The majority of October was spent in, like you said, sunny San Diego. Um, For me, I was visiting a ton of family. I went on a bunch of trips. I saw so many friends. I got to really enjoy uh, my hometown city there. And John, for you, it involved some conference hopping. I know it was much more short-lived for you than it was for me. I was in San Diego for four weeks, which is hard to believe. Um, And you were there for just maybe about four days. Yeah, I think it was four days. (laughs) It was a powerful four days, though. Come on, what's not powerful with you? (laughs) So you were there to speak at Rick Mulready's meetup and also to present at Amy Porterfield's one day meetup for her B-School peeps. Um, And do you want to talk a little bit about your time at Rick's event and Amy's event? Yeah, it was great. So they actually are quite close friends, both Rick and Amy. So they probably coordinated this. But in the same hotel, they had a little get together because actually Rick spoke at Amy's event as well. And so on the morning of one of the Saturdays in early October, I can't even remember the date off the top of my head, but it was I think it was the first Saturday in October. Um, I went over and met Rick in his nice suite that he got in the hotel in downtown San Diego. And it was just like a little round table. There were 10 of us. It was very intimate. And I just got to know the people that were in his premium elite mastermind for his Facebook Advantage course. And we just kind of wrapped about their businesses, their struggles, their challenges, their wins, and just had a good time for a few hours. And then we went down uh, just a few floors and Amy had rented out this entire conference center. And there was close to 100 people at Amy. Amy's event. It was all of her B-School peeps um, that were there for a bonus event for that Amy puts on every single year that's really cool. And so myself, Pat Flynn, Devin Duncan, Melanie Duncan, Rick Mulready, we all presented at this event and it was just a blast. The attendees were awesome. Um, the other speakers were great. It was so cool to hang out there. Um, after the event, we had a killer speaker's dinner. I should actually find a picture of this. We can put it in the income report because it was really a beautiful location right on the bay in San Diego. Chris Ducker joined us for that. So obviously when you get Ducker, Dumas and Pat Flynn together, (laughs) you know it's going to be a fun time and that's exactly what happened. So the trio was reunited and we had quite a blast that night and I don't think we uh, closed it down until San Diego itself closed down. So we, we definitely had some fun and it was cool for me to come into San Diego just for a couple of days, but really to see so many people. And like, that's what I do love about San Diego as a city and about conferences in general is that you can really maximize your time. So that's definitely what we did. In fact, the day before that event, uh, one of my friends, Randy Zimok, had hosted a party for all of my friends from San Diego. So we all got together and we hung out and had a great night. So there's just a lot of cool things that happened in a very short period of time. And then for me, it was back to Puerto Rico where I just closed the month down in a very enjoyable and quiet manner until Kate joined me at the end of the month. But Kate, you had some other things going on in October, if I remember correctly. I did. You were definitely holding down the fort here. (laughs) Um, So when you're talking about that, though, it just reminds me of like what a unique and special place San Diego is. And of course, I'm biased. I grew up there. My family's there. I love it there. Um, But the opportunity to surround yourself with really incredible like minded people. um, I've just not really seen anything like that before. Uh, Maine rivaled it a little bit. I mean, Portland was a really hopping city and um, we had really great connections there as well. Um, But when you're talking about like 
you know, going to an event with Amy Porterfield, Pat Flynn, Rick Mulready, yourself, and like you guys don't even have to travel to get there. It's right there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's pretty cool. I learned a lot when I was in San Diego. Most of it was surrounding what it really means to work and travel at the same time, because John, you and I have become quite the pros at, you know, packing up our roller bag suitcases and making our rounds at conferences and, you know, doing long weekends in places, taking these little like jet setter trips, which have been absolutely incredible. Um, But (laughs) I realized that's a whole lot different when we're talking (laughs) four weeks instead of four days. (laughs) Um, To add to that, I was so grateful and so lucky to stay with my parents for those four weeks. Um, So I was literally staying in the room that I grew up in, uh, which, of course, adds in a a little, uh, you know, extra distractions, uh, makes it a little bit harder to focus when there's all this amazing stuff going on around you. But while I was in San Diego, I was lucky to do so many awesome things. Um, when I first touched down, one of my best girlfriends that I grew up with, Jen Hatsung, who lives in Virginia right now, was out to visit for like five days. So me, uh, Jen and my sister were like inseparable that entire time. Um, she left that next weekend. I traveled to New Mexico with my family to stay with my aunt and uncle and go to the hot air balloon fiesta in Albuquerque, which is so incredible. I posted a picture like you literally, if, if you've not been to this before, definitely look it up online, just like Google image, hot air balloon fiesta in Albuquerque. You are standing right in front of hundreds of hot air balloons, like inflating and taking off right in front. Of, like literally I could touch one of the balloons. Um, they're so massive in size. It's just a really unique and incredible experience. Um, so I got back from that back to San Diego and then we took off the next weekend to go camping in Joshua Tree National Park, which is, has become so much more crowded than I remember it. Um, I guess it's a thing to go camping in the desert now, uh, because we never had issues like going out on a Friday night and finding a spot because at Joshua Tree, there's only like one campsite where you can actually reserve a spot. All the other spots are first come first serve. So we drive out there on Friday morning and went through seven campsites, literally hundreds of spots. And we, I'm not kidding, we got the last spot in the park, um, which ended up being somebody else's spot. But that's a story for another time. Um, Then, uh, you know, we were back to San Diego and I got to round out this four weeks with just spending some really great quality time with my parents, my sister's family, my friends. It was tough to get much focused work time in. As you can imagine, we were super busy, had tons of stuff going on. I learned so many things over, you know, those weeks about working and traveling at the same time. Um, My four big ones, which again, I'm going to talk about in lessons learned um, at the end of this episode, are boundaries are required, discipline and focus are so important, systems of foundation and having a team are what will make it work, and planning ahead can make all the difference. So I'm going to deep dive into each of those uh, in the lessons learned section. Uh, So yeah, that kind of wraps my month in San Diego. It was, it was like, the most fun, exhausting time I've ever had. Well, the reason why I scooted on back to Puerto Rico is, you know, well, number one, it's Puerto Rico. And number two, well, check out eofire.com slash crib and you'll see the second reason. But the third reason is because I did have a meetup planned with two buddies of mine, 
Brandon T. Adams and Chris Lowe, guys that I was hanging out with at the Young Entrepreneurs Convention that I keynoted last April out in Des Moines, Iowa. And Brandon T. Adams helped me run the Freedom Journal campaign, and he is also heading the Mastery Journal Kickstarter campaign, which is launching January 23rd of 2017. So please mark your calendars if you haven't signed up for the Mastery Journal update list. But uh, why haven't you signed up for the Freedom Journal update list? So if you haven't, just head over to themasteryjournal.com. I have a gift waiting for you. I have some incredibly cool behind-the-scenes images, pictures, videos to be coming. We have awesome, valuable emails that go out in that sequence as well, themasteryjournal.com. But this is all a long story short of saying I had my video crew down. That was Brandon T. Adams and Chris Lowe so that we could film the Mastery Journal video for the Kickstarter campaign. Now, a lot of work goes into a two-minute video, and that's how long this video is, actually two minutes and four seconds long. So they came down on a Friday. We filmed some incredible B-roll. We went over to the ocean, and Chris has a drone, so we took some amazing drone shots. Uh, I went on a run on my favorite run, so we took some B-roll there of me running up this incredible hill, this mountain called Submarine Hill. So that was a blast. And then we woke up Saturday morning. We were like, okay, let's get our game faces on. And like we got ready to put in a whole hard day's work. And to be honest... It just took a couple hours, like in two hours, I think it was 10.30 a.m., we looked at each other and we're like, um, we're done because, you know, we just had the script down. We had prepared. I stood up after three takes. I just crushed it. You know, I didn't crush it the first time. I sneezed halfway through in the second time, but the third <laughs> time I did crush the actual script and we're like, that's it. Like, that's a wrap. And then, of course, Chris, the editor, had to go back to Des Moines um, after the trip was over and spend a lot of time editing and putting together this beautiful video. Um, but as far as the shooting went, we were done. So we spent the rest of the day in the pool, going on hikes, hanging out, and had a blast. And it just so happened that actually Palmas Del Mar, which is an incredible community that we live in down here in Puerto Rico, was having a very special party that night called Enchantment Under the Star. So I took Brandon and Chris there, and it was an open bar. It was catered by one of the local restaurants, and it was just an amazing time. There was live music and just a lot of great people. And I could kind of see both Brandon and Chris looking around and being like, dang, like I could live here. And I was like, yeah, guys, it's like this every night. Come on, <laughs> come on down, which of course it's not. But uh, it, was, it was a great little party for them to experience Palmas Del Mar. And for you, Fire Nation, we have a teaser of that video. So you want to go over, check it out, eofire.com slash income38, because this is our 38th income report. So check it out, eofire.com slash income38. And themasteryjournal.com is where you're going to sign up for your gift for updates of the Mastery Journal. And we're going to give you the sneak peek there. And actually, we're going to be giving a longer version of the video out to that email list pretty soon there as well. So definitely check that out. But I'm excited. And uh, you might be wondering, well, what exactly is this Mastery Journal? I haven't heard about it before. Or maybe I forget if I've heard about it before. My friends, this is my passion project of 2016. Like as soon as the Freedom Journal Kickstarter campaign wrapped, 
I started focusing on this. The Mastery Journal really epitomizes what I consider my three strengths and brings them in a very step-by-step guidance-type way to you, and that is productivity, discipline, and focus. That's the reason why I believe that I succeed as an entrepreneur. So the Mastery Journal is your guide to master productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days. So I'm looking forward for you to checking it out, and uh, we will catch you over at themasteryjournal.com. Now, Kate, you got to see the sneak peek of the video. You actually got to see the whole video. Is this worth watching? Perks of being a business partner. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Absolutely. Without a doubt. I mean, they did such a killer job. And it's so, so impressive to hear you say that you guys filmed for a couple hours. Yeah, like two hours. I mean, it might seem kind of crazy to somebody who's never done like a promo video or something before. But I am telling you, like, sometimes a two minute video can take days. So the fact that you guys knocked it out in a couple of hours is super impressive. Um, you know, I'm bu- even though I'm sure you guys were loving your guide time <laughs> together, it would have been pretty cool to be here. Um, Enchantment Under the Stars cracks me up because it reminds me of like a high school dance or something. Oh, like that's so all cool. that I picture. <laughs> Um, But yes, it's absolutely worth checking out. And, um, you know, I've been having a lot of fun. John, you and I have both been contributing to the campaign that we have going with kind of a behind the scenes look. Um, I actually just wrote one of the emails today as we're recording this episode. And, um, you know, the kinds of things that we're kicking out in that campaign, I think you're going to love them. I know you're going to love them. Um, It's really just great behind the scenes stuff. So like John said, if you haven't gone over to themasteryjournal.com to sign up for those updates, I definitely think you should. So we're going to move on to the income breakdown and for October of 2016, our product and service income was $113,000, of which came from the Freedom Journal with almost 600 Freedom Journals sold. Uh, 22,000 came from Podcasters Paradise, 61,500 from podcast sponsorship income. Huge. Uh, Podcastwebsites.com, $5,000. And that is your all-in-one podcast website. Peace of mind. If you head over to podcastwebsites.com, you can get a free 15-minute consultation with our team to learn more about that. Um, Our affiliate income was $43,000. A couple of the highlights there. We did almost $10,000 with ClickFunnels. Guys, if you're not using ClickFunnels and you need something for squeeze pages, webinar registration, um, affiliates. I mean, they just, they have it all. Go over to eofire.com slash click. We have a killer video or webinar actually over there that you can check out that myself and Russell Brunson, the founder of ClickFunnels did for you. Um, we have create awesome online courses. We did almost $4,000 in that. Um, that's myself and DSG, Davis Eitman Garland. If you head over to eofire.com slash course, same thing. Just a webinar free waiting for you about creating your awesome online course. Um, we had done a launch with Stu McLaren's Tribe that brought in $16,500 for the month. So there's just some really cool things that we have been partnering with and just generating significant affiliate revenue. So you can head over to eofire.com slash income38 to see all of that with all the links as well. 
Now, that was our total gross income of $157,000. And then we kind of get into our business expenses and recurring subscription-based expenses, which totaled $61,000 for the month. So again, that brought our total net profit for October of 2016 to $96,159. So okay, we're going to talk about your biggest lesson learned from the month, and that was work plus travel equals discipline plus a whole lot more. So why don't you close this down? For sure. So I mentioned earlier those four things that really stood out to me after the couple of months that I just spent working and traveling at the same time. Again, I'll run through those. One, boundaries are required. Two, discipline and focus are so important, which is why you should definitely head over to themasteryjournal.com. Yes. Uh, number three, systems of foundation and having a team are what make it work. And four, planning ahead can make all the difference. But let me put this in, into context for you. Um, so September 5th, John and I fly to Portland, Maine to visit and stay with his family for a month. There was a lot of work and prep to be done leading up to this trip because we knew, of course, that recording podcast episodes or bringing on new sponsors, these are things that we're not going to do when we're on the road. So there's a certain amount of prep that we're working on because we know that we're going to be gone. We also knew that a good portion of our time is going to be spent relaxing and being out and about with friends and family. We had Agents of Change, Rich Brooks's conference on the calendar for the end of the month. Yeah. Um, so, you know, anytime you're getting ready for a trip, um, there are certain things that you know or that you should know because you should be planning ahead that you're going to need to take care of ahead of time. So, taking the time to acknowledge these things, it allowed us to prepare for that. So before our plane ever even touched down in Maine, John's family knew that we'd be spending a certain portion of every day focused on our work. They knew that we had done all this prep, as much prep as we possibly could have so that we could be spending as much time as possible doing all the fun things. Um, but in order to help us practice discipline and continue to focus while we were working on the business when we were there, the First thing we did when we arrived, and this is like no joke, John, I almost fell over when I saw the number of Amazon boxes <laughs> at your parents' house. John literally ordered a portable office for us, literally. meaning like <laughs> chairs and all the things. And it was funny. My dad was like, um, what are you going to do with those chairs when you leave? I'm like, do you want these chairs, dad? He's like, yeah. your dad inherited a new office when we left yeah he's like you throwing this keyboard away I'm like no dad that's my keyboard (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I mean that's the kind of stuff that like you might not you probably don't travel to a place and think okay the first thing that I'm gonna do I'm gonna be really disciplined and conscious about when I touch down let me just get settled and set up my space and which is exactly what we did when we got to Portland and I think that it's something to be super conscious of because it makes a huge huge difference once you have your setup it's not like all the things that you have to do before you could start crushing work because you already have your table laid, so to speak. Um, So luckily, there were good chunks of the day, though, every day that we were able to completely shut off. And this was in part due to the systems we put in place, the foundation we've built and the amazing virtual team that we are so, so lucky to have. But without the preparation and planning that we did, this trip would not have been possible. 
email campaigns, blog posts, sponsorship reads, interviews, show notes. These are just some of the tasks that we were able to handle before we even left Puerto Rico to help take some pressure off while we were traveling. But even when you prepare and plan and get as far ahead as you possibly can, there's still going to be things that come up, right? There's many emergencies or there's just these everyday tasks that you need to be responsible for in your business to continue like helping make it run. <laughs> um, okay, so here's my big realization point. On September 26th, I flew straight from Portland, Maine to San Diego. So I was in Portland for three weeks. And I feel like those three weeks were like pretty on point. We did a pretty good job of dedicating a portion of our day to work and a portion of our day to play. I get to San Diego to continue my visit. And when I arrive in San Diego, I realized that I hadn't done such a great job of setting those boundaries that, John, you did a good job of setting in Maine. Furthermore... My discipline and focus were not 100% most of the time because I never took the time to set up a workspace for myself, right? I talked about how that can be huge in helping you just even create the space for yourself. So while I was managing to keep up with the business, I wasn't really making much progress. And when it came to those many emergencies, I was really thrown for a loop. Luckily, In the end, thanks to planning ahead and the systems and the foundation and the amazing team that we have in place, I managed to balance my travel and work simultaneously. I had such an amazing time in San Diego. I got to spend so much amazing time and do all the things that we've already talked about in this income report. But next time, this is my lesson. I hope to exceed even my own expectations when traveling for longer periods of time. And I hope that kind of walking you through the differences between, you know, how we prepared for Portland, how I didn't really prepare for San Diego that well, and how that extended period of travel um, can really take a toll if you're not prepared and if you're not setting those boundaries and if you're not disciplined and focused. So hopefully my lessons learned will be passed on to you for your next travel. John, what do you think? Yeah, and Fire Nation, that's why we do these income reports because we want to be transparent with you. We are far from perfect. We make so many mistakes and we even repeat mistakes. But just because we repeat mistakes doesn't mean that you need to repeat our mistakes if it's possible to be avoided. So we share our wins and our successes because we want you to emulate those, but we share our failures, our mistakes, and our losses because we want you to avoid those if possible. And let's be honest, some things you have to just find out for yourself and, and have those stumbles and learn from that. But Overall, we can learn from those who have come before us. I know that's why that I am a passionate reader of biographies. I'm actually reading Alexander Hamilton's biography right now. It's incredible, by the way. And by reading, I'm putting that in air quotes. I'm listening to the audiobook of it as I go on my morning runs. And <laughs> I love it. And it's great. And honestly, like he's making the same mistakes in life and in business that like I've made before. And I'm like, oh, I should have listened to this before because I could have avoided that. Because you know, even though it's 1776. It still applies in 2016, a lot of these different things. So just wanted to share that with you, Fire Nation. I hope you enjoyed this income report. Again, all the links of everything that we've been talking about is at eofire.com slash income38. And of course, themasteryjournal.com is just awaiting for you to go on over and join our interest list because again, we got gifts, we have some great behind the scenes looks and I just, I'm really excited about that buzz that we're building up because when we come out in late January with that launch, 
like I really want you to be on, be in the know, so to speak, Fire Nation, and, and I'll keep you in that know. So without any further ado, Kate, it's been an amazing income report, number 38. Hopefully we have another 38 in us. Time will tell in Fire Nation. Let us know <laughs> if you hate these, if you love these, of course, we're always available via email and our contact forms, however you want to get a hold of us, social media. And I will catch you, and I'm sure Kate will too, on, on the, the flip, flip side. side. 